Welcome to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Hi, I'm Hillary Bennett, former corporate stooge turned motivated mompreneur. After becoming a mom, I realized the two options offered to moms did not work for me. I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom, but I didn't want to work a normal 9-to-5 job either. I wanted to live into my professional calling and be a present, joyful mom. So I left my 9-to-5 and started coaching motivated mompreneurs just like you to build and grow successful, sustainable, heart-centered businesses without sacrificing their family. Join me each week as we dive into business strategy, mindset and productivity tips, inspiration, and a lot of laughs. Let's get to it. Hey mamas, welcome to another episode of the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I am Hillary Bennett, your mompreneur business growth and mindset coach. And today I have an amazing guest expert, Andrea Freeman, joining me. Andrea is a serial entrepreneur after starting her first business at the age of 12. She's also an amazing mom to the most wonderful six-year-old girl and is the founder of Andrea Freeman Consulting, where she helps business owners transform their life and transform their business through mindset, peak performance planning, and visibility. Andrea, I'm so excited to have you on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, of course. So we always love to get to know our fellow mom business owners first. So why don't you get us started and tell us a little bit about you and your family? Yeah, sure. So I am definitely, I mean, you touched on it, serial entrepreneur, started my first business when I was 12, just really got bitten by the uh, business ownership bug. And um, so that first business was like a babysitting business. Don't, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not anything scary or crazy. Um, But, you know, and then I had a catering company. I had a celebrity event planning company and eventually transformed it all into this mindful business coaching um, business. And that all of those transitions that happened between celebrity event planning and becoming a mindful business coach really happened because I'm a mom mm-hmm. and I wanted to create work that was not only fulfilling, uh, but also really worked for all of my roles as a mom, as a wife, at, and being able to be a successful business owner. So I, I balance all of those roles and wear all of those hats and it has been the greatest personal evolution journey possible to own a business. And I'm super excited to be able to share that with people. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. And I resonate so much with that story because for me, although I never thought I wanted to be a business owner, like that scared the, you know, what out of me, I really like a stable paycheck and benefits, which is why I worked in corporate America for 12 years, but I was not satisfied with the options that were presented to me in terms of you can either be a stay-at-home mom and put your personal and professional ambitions on the back burner, or you can be a full-time corporate mom and not get to be present with your family in a meaningful way that works for you. Um, So I was like, I'm not up for that. Let's find option number three. And it seems like you were saying that now this incredible business coaching that you're doing has really been that evolution of you picking your amazing option three as a mom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I had started my event planning business before my daughter was born, well before my daughter was born, but I had incredible success the year that she was born. Mm. Five months after she was born, I got tapped to do 
a really high profile celebrity wedding and I was traveling back and forth between the east and the west coast with with all of the stuff like you know all of the gear that it takes to like keep a newborn alive like we were transporting so much stuff back and forth and um you know I really stepped into a lot of visibility so this is where I started to really see the effect of becoming visible the effect of not being a secret in your industry anymore and what that can do for your business because what opened up after that wedding happened and after it all became public was like a year of nonstop press and just being tapped by everybody at the upper echelons of the event planning world for tips, advice. Uh, can you be on my you know, referral list? Can you come do a talk over here? It just, it really opened up so much for me. And it was incredible because we had made the decision actually as a family, me and my husband, for me to take that wedding. Um, I had no plan of doing this right after she was born, but for me to take that wedding because of what it would make available for our family, right? Mm -hmm. Because I always thought I was going to be a stay-at-home mom, to be quite honest. Um, I looked at my daughter when she was a newborn in my arms and realized that that was crazy. Like, I don't even know where that thought had come from, but that was clearly not the mom that I wanted to be. I wanted to be able to share this thing that I'm deeply passionate about, which is business ownership. I liked event planning, but it, business ownership more than anything. Um, being able to create something that's yours and a reflection of who you are and, and what you want to do in the world and what you want to be known for. And, you know, teach her that she could really chart her own course in that way too. I didn't know that that was going to be important to me until I became a mom. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. So why don't we then transition a little bit into the work that you're doing now as a coach? And you've already mentioned visibility and how that really shifted things in your event planning business. But why don't you share a little bit about um, what you help your clients do today and how we and the Motivated Mompreneur community can benefit from what you what you teach? Yeah. So really what happened for me in my event planning business in that I said, you know, all this visibility opened up is that there needed to be a lot of mindset work that came along with it to be able to be ready to step into it. And I feel like I actually listened to another episode of your podcast earlier today where you were talking about authenticity mm. and you were talking about <laughs> hating that phrase uh, a fake it till you make it. That's and right. yeah, and I have a mentor who says, hone it till you own it. And I realized that that's what I was doing because I was here. I was like a new mom, kind of like just going through the motions of like, OK, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. And stepping into this like higher, more visibility um, in my business. Right. It was like kind of making it all up as I was going along. But I realized that that growth zone is really my zone of genius. I have an incredible capacity to see and be able to assess exactly where we are now, but ultimately where we want to go for myself as an individual, but also for other people in their businesses. And so, you know, I get to incorporate, I'm trained as a uh, an elementary school educator, like I get to incorporate probably some of that assessment and that kind of thinking. But I help people look at exactly what they have right now and what they ultimately want to be creating 
in all areas of their life, but I work with entrepreneurs. So, but create businesses that feel as good as they look. Because mm. what happened for me in my business as a celebrity event planner is that I built the really pretty, the really shiny, the really successful on the outside. I mean, it was actually very successful, but I ended up feeling very disconnected from that success because I was doing a lot of what I thought I should be doing, what I thought was industry standard, what I felt, um, you know, like that I made up, that this is the way it should look, as opposed to all of the things that I really wanted to do for myself that were a true authentic representation of who I am as all of it, as the mom, as the kind of, um, some friends have called me a type A hippie, um, <laughs> as like not always necessarily that shiny, that pretty, that perfect, that polished, but like someone who's open to the raw, someone who's open to the messy, someone who's open to the middle and to the growth. I wasn't sharing any of that in my business. Now, some of that was a product of the industry, right? Like that's a very image, uh, visibility, perfectionist kind of driven industry. But I was really embodying that as an entrepreneur and that started to feel deeply, deeply out of alignment for me. So what I want for anyone who's a business owner and especially for mompreneurs, because I can just completely relate to wearing all of those hats and playing all of those roles is that we get to be fulfilled in every area of life. So that looks like really that mindset work of being able to step into greater capacity to receive. I'm really big about abundance mindset and abundance thinking and being able to do the work to expand our view of ourselves and then be able to grow every area of our life from, from that space. That's beautiful. I love just the the visualization that I just had as you're describing being able to make space for every part of who you are so that you can then grow. And that is this really critical abundance mindset work that we need to do in order to get to that space where we can be expressing ourselves authentically as mom business owners uh, so that we can harness that fulfillment. And so in my mind, I'm visualizing, you know, like someone sort of having a cardboard cutout of themselves wrapped around as a border around their body and actually making that so much wider so that they have room to stretch and grow, not so confined within this definition or this image of who we should be. And instead of understanding who we are and who we can be. And I think that that does take a lot of work to be able to stretch out into the possibility each and every day and not get confined by those very narrow boundaries that we sometimes place on ourselves. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, I mean, I picked up my first personal development book when I was 12 years old, actually simultaneously when I started that babysitting business. So mindset, personal development, and business have really always been something that went hand in hand for me. And, you know, I know that every single entrepreneur has their own path and their own journey, and it hasn't been that same, uh, you know, development for every single person. But there is so much available when we grow and expand as individuals that then we can grow into as entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And I feel like 
like the two roles they don't have to it, that whole like work-life balance I, I'm not exactly sure if that's a thing as opposed to <laughs> like really being an integrated experience yes. right because we really just only have one life right <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is something that I have said time and time again. I say work life balance doesn't exist. Why do we talk about something that is make believe? <laughs> I mean, I think that it is an integration. And when we can be intentional about that integration, that's when we achieve the feeling that we're yearning for when we talk about work life balance. Yeah. I don't think it exists Agreed. either. So that could be like a whole nother topic for you and me, Andrew. We could do part two why work-life balance is a bunch of hooey um, and what to think about instead. But I want to make sure that we are able to really tap into some of your gifts. And I love so far this conversation about abundance mindset um, and what it can unlock for us. And so if I have have a listener out there who's listening to this and she's thinking, gosh, this sounds like something that I want to start to learn about, what would be a first step that you can recommend for someone to start exploring, cultivating an abundance mindset? Mm, Yeah. So I think that cultivating an abundance mindset really begins with looking at... I mean, there's, I'm like trying to think, what do I want to say here? There's so many places that you can get started, right? I mean, I feel like the most common thing is like people would say gratitude, right? Like gratitude is the gateway. Mm -hmm. And while I completely agree with that, I feel like it's almost become cliche at this point because what is missing to me when you hear that is that very often when we look at abundance, when we look at wanting to create more of something, right? Like we all want more of something in our lives, whether it's more love, more support, more money, more clients. I mean, there's something that we want more of, right? And when we look at that we have that wanting, yet the thing keeps not showing up, usually what's at play is a resistance to being able to receive that thing in our life. So I think that the access to being able to cultivate abundance is really being able to notice the degree to which you're open or closed off from receiving. And so how do you notice when you have a block or a resistance to receiving? You actually shy away from compliments or you know positive comments you don't actively ask for help in areas where you know it would make a difference and it would make the difference sometimes in you being able to produce the result that you want to produce right you actually don't allow yourself to produce the results that you you're like you're self-sabotaging you're Mm -hmm. noticing that you're self-sabotaging and so when you start to notice those things that then you can actually start to to take the steps of being able to manifest like you can actually go to work in releasing those things making space for the new thing to show up and I like to say that when we are in our lives that we can play one of two roles and this is really a draws on my event planning background but we can show up as a guest and you know a guest of a party doesn't really get to have a say in much right like they don't choose the food they don't choose the music they don't choose who's invited they take what's offered and sometimes that's awesome and sometimes it leaves us wanting more because we would have done it differently right 
or you can be the host in your life. You can actually create something that is uniquely yours and a real representation of who you are and what you're all about. And so in order to be the host, you have to be in a place where you are, you have the presence of mind, the awareness to be able to honor your why, to own who you truly are, to shift your perspective where you're noticing those limiting mindset or those self-limiting thoughts. You're getting those things out of your way. And ultimately, when you do those three steps, you end up in a place where you are so filled up with your natural gifts and what you have to offer and why you do what you do, the way you do it, that you are called to take inspired action. So it's not about creating anymore from a I don't have this thing that I want from this like kind of lack perspective or mm-hmm, lack mentality, mm-hmm. but creating from a place of effervescence and overflowing and so very much to give. I love that. Oh, I love the word effervescence. If you just kind of imagine yourself feeling effervescent, that just feels so amazing. I love that. Um, yes. Thank you so much. And I really couldn't agree more with those indications that you shared about, are you to to know if you are not in a position to be able to receive, um, and that that's such a great starting place, that awareness of being open to receive in terms of growing your abundance mindset. So thank you so much for that. Um, I mean, even I had a few ahas and I also work with mindset as a business coach. I, that's the most amazing gift when mom business owners come together is our collective knowledge and wisdom and passion is unending and it is just such a gift. So, um, woohoo for us. <laughs> yes. So, okay. So we're working on mindset, really cultivating that abundance mindset, starting and making sure that we are open to receive, finding a gratitude practice that makes sense and feels real to us, not just, you know, flavor of the month. You mm-hmm. also talk about peak performance planning and visibility. So share with us a little bit about what those are, how they impact a business and a business owner, and how we can start to cultivate those as well. Yeah. So, you know, this is where I think the whole type A hippie thing comes in. So as much as I am all about being in the flow and being in the zone and honoring your zone of genius and all of that, I am definitely a planner and someone who loves to see like and assess where am I now? Where do I want to go? Right? Because I can't measure my progress unless I have those, you know, kind of performance indicators. So The really interesting thing of having spent so much time with celebrities and, you know, really peak performers, quite honestly, whether it was, you know, top CEO officials and, and, you know, I was doing corporate events too, all of that, is to see how incredibly diligent they are about honoring their commitments, not only to the people around them, but to themselves. And I feel like women in general can very often sacrifice ourselves for every other promise that we that we've made in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. And as a mom, I know I am guilty of this too. And so when I'm talking about peak performance planning, I'm really talking about um, you know that that degree to which you honor 
your ability to show up and perform at your very best and what's it going to take to have you be in that space. Mm. So I'm a big fan of, you know, blocking out your CEO calendar, uh, you know, making sure that the very first things that go into planning that kind of time is the things that you need to be at your very best. So how are you going to get eight hours of sleep? How are you going to exercise a few times a week? How are you going to make sure that you eat healthy meals? Like, you know, that looks different for for every single one of us. Some people don't like leftovers, so you got to have time to cook or, you know, you got to bring in some help or, you know, are you somebody who's a meal prepper and you're going to do that, you know, every Sunday or something to set yourself up for your week. It's going to look different for all of us, but being able to show up at our peak performance headspace and physical space is what is going to make the difference when it comes to being able to produce the results that are unlike anything that we've produced before because this is about achieving things at a level that's that's uncommon for us mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that's where yes. it started you know I I could not agree more I did a uh, productivity puzzle series um, because I think you, I honestly think Andrea, you and I are soul sisters because this like type a hippie thing is absolutely up my alley because I am, you know, I am a certified ICF coach and honoring the, you know, spirit within and zone of genius and all of that. And I am a planner to do list maker. Let's get things done. Timeline and deadline gal. Um, So I just love that you kind of understand how to bring those two things together as well. But in this productivity puzzle series that I did, you know, the the keys to productivity, it's not necessarily like the strategy or the tactics, the time blocking, you know, the CEO calendar, um, being able to focus and finish. I mean, sure, that's a part of it, figuring out how you can set yourself up for success when it's actually time to work. But the foundation is are you caring for yourself? Are you actually Mm. physically in a well-resourced space to be able to do good work? And without that, without rest, without nutritious food, without a community of loved ones pouring into you, without quiet time for yourself, you know, we'll never be as productive, efficient, and, you know, getting results as we could be. So, I love that idea of peak performance planning being starting at ground zero with yourself. How do you set yourself up for success, mind, body, and soul? Yes. Cool. Okay. So we are cultivating this incredible mindset that is opening ourselves up to what's available. We are starting with ourselves and making sure we are ready to be in that peak performance zone. And then when we're there, we need to be able to get ourselves visible and harness that as you did so successfully in your event planning. So share a little bit about visibility and for the mompreneurs out there, why it's important and how they can start cultivating that as well. Yeah. So as far as visibility, definitely I saw what happened, like I said, in, you know, having that spotlight turned on me and my business. Now, I had a foundation of a lot of experience and success, right? So that's the first piece is being able to be confident in your level of experience and your level of expertise. Once you're there, 
and especially when you're balancing all of these roles and all of these hats, you are wanting your time to be the most effective that it can possibly be, right? So as an entrepreneur, for me, it became deeply dissatisfying to be always trying to get clients like that whole where am I going to find clients where am I going to get clients if I could just figure out marketing I felt like I was trying to become a a digital marketer as much as I was trying to service my clients right Mm -hmm. and that felt like just off balance for for what I wanted to do so I decided that I was going to go back to ground zero with my business and so this was back in um 2016 that I did a really big overhaul with my brand and I basically cut out services I mean that whole conversation nowadays we call it niching down nobody was really calling it then uh calling it that then but um I cut out anything that was not in alignment with like my ultimate, what I call your bold life purpose, what I believe I'm here to do in this lifetime, and only started offering the things that were in alignment with that so that all of the messaging and all of the marketing that I was doing was in alignment with exactly what I love doing, exactly what my zone of genius is, and was only going to call in the clients that were aligned for that, what I would call your soulmate clients. And so there's a consistency in showing up, right? And that so that content, right? That sharing on social media, that newsletter, that servicing your existing audience, that's one piece of it because you need to remain visible for your existing audience, right? But the other piece is that you need to be growing that audience and how you grow that audience is through visibility. So... In, you know, in the service-based business that I had as an event planner, that looked like, you know, doing Instagram takeovers with like prestigious, you know, like The Knot or Wedding Wire, like those kinds of things, like um, spaces that were like really recognized as thought leaders and being able to um, map onto kind of other people's celebrity, right? Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) linked association. Now, as a business coach, I do that through podcasting and, you know, co-hosting rooms on Clubhouse and speaking at other people's virtual summits or, you know, in-person summits when those are happening. So it, it can look very similar in a lot of different businesses, but ultimately you need those two pieces to be in existence and really thriving for your business to to be, for your business to be thriving, right? So you have to have the content and you have to have that consistency, but you also have to have that collaboration piece alive and well. And this is very often where people struggle in being able to grow their business, stepping into that visibility. Now, today, there are so many options and you could do what works for you and whatever your zone of genius is, right? If you don't always want to be camera ready, podcasting is an amazing opportunity, you know? Like that could be huge. Mm -hmm. If you love being camera ready, then maybe YouTube is going to be more your jam. There are so many different ways to do it, and it also obviously depends on your industry, but there are so many avenues to explore, and 
They always pay dividends when you show up consistently in that space of building that visibility, building that credibility, and also being able to then consistently show up and serve that growing audience. Yeah. So I'm really seeing this beautiful connection between these three things that you are talking to us about, cultivating that mindset, making sure that we're in that space to be successful, you know, mind, body, and soul. And then, then you're really able to take a step into that visibility through having, you know, strategic content showing up consistently and then collaborating with others. And I will have to say, I agree with you that this is a place where people can stumble, that they might have done all of this incredible work. They'll get that far and then sort of hit a roadblock. But for me personally, I have found the most fulfillment in my business outside of being able to see my clients have breakthroughs is the collaboration with other mompreneurs. And it has really turned the tables for me about what marketing actually is, what selling really looks and feels like, and is much more heart centered for me than any other way. And so when you say it will look different for all of us, I think that also a part of what you're saying that's important in this visibility process is figuring out how to make it feel as good as it looks. Like you said before, what is it that takes that stress out of, oh, I got to find these new clients and I got to post here every day and I got to send out the newsletter, Um, you know, being able to shift from I have to do this until I get to do it and really being able to find that sweet spot. And for me, that was absolutely collaboration. Um, but you know, I'm a person that needs that connection and collaboration. That is a part of me that I know that I need. And so it makes a lot of sense that that is where my sweet spot is for visibility is I want to be partnering up with someone else. Um, so that is amazing. Thank you so much. I think that the amount of information and wisdom and genius that you have shared in the last 20-ish minutes is unreal. Um, I would love to have you back on again because I do feel like there is so much more that we have barely scratched the surface. But I also want to make sure that the Motivated Mompreneur community knows where to find you, how to hang out with you, and just get to know you more. Um, So where can we find you and get to know you better? Yeah, so I would love to know the Motivated Mompreneurs as well because you're my people. So if you want to hang out and spend time, if anything has resonated with you, um, you definitely want to join my free Facebook group that is called the Up Level Collective. I do tons of free trainings in there about becoming visible, about mindset, about stepping into you know the next level of yourself as a business owner and as a human being. So the Up Level Collective, that is where you want to find me. Awesome. And I will make sure that we have a link to the Up Level Collective in the show notes. Andrea, I cannot thank you enough. This has been a blast. Like I said, I feel like you and I were meant to connect. We have so many things that just um, align. And I love finding, you know, like-hearted, like-minded ladies to be able to come together and just support one another in our journey. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining us today. I could not agree more. Thank you so much for having me. All right, mamas. Thanks for listening and joining Andrea and me today. And I hope that you come back next week for another dose of inspiration and information to build the business of your dreams without sacrificing your family or your sanity. 
As a mom, I know your most valuable resource is your time, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in today. If you like what you hear and want to connect more, head over to www.hillarybennett.com forward slash podcast, or find me on Instagram at Coach Hillary, and let's get to know each other better. Also, if you could take a couple minutes to leave me a rating and review, that will help me reach other amazing mompreneurs, multiply their bottom line by transcending their upper limits.